Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Baddies Mean Business Podcast. The podcast meant to inspire you to live a beyond average life. Now, let's get into it. Welcome back, baddies, to this week's episode of the podcast. So to kick off this episode of the podcast, we are going to go over our highlights of our past week. Um, So I'll start for mine. Last week, I was able to go home to Yakima to see my family. Um, I left on Thursday and came back yesterday evening. Um, And so I got a whole five-day weekend spent time with my family for my brother's 18th birthday and also his senior night for football. So on Thursday, I was able to go to both my brother and my sister's games. My sister plays soccer, and her team actually um, were district tramps. And then my brother's senior night for football, we were able to all walk out on the field, my whole family, which was really special, um, and congratulate him on his four years of playing football in high school. Um, And then Friday was kind of a relaxed day. I hung out with my dad and my uncle, and we just did homework while my siblings and my mom were at school. And then on Saturday, we did a whole celebration for my brother's 18th birthday, and I had family from Olympia come in town, from Tri-Cities, and it was really awesome. Um, And then on Sunday, another relaxed day, I had to take my final, or not my final, I had to take, so Sunday was another relaxing day, except for I had to take my midterm for one of my classes, so that was just a nightmare. Um, And then Sunday was also another relaxing day, I just hung out with my family, I had a midterm to do and some other homework assignments to get done. And so it was really nice for us to just all spend time together and enjoy each other's company. I, if you can't tell, also caught a cold over the weekend, which is really unfortunate. So I might sound a little funky in this episode. That's why I have some tea that I'm sipping on. So hopefully I will get through it without coughing too bad. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, my weekend was really great. And it was so wonderful seeing my family and getting to catch up with a lot of them who I haven't seen in a while. And so it just makes me excited to go home but also nostalgic to leave San Diego but um yeah that was my week nice I feel like every single week um is so blurry <laughs> because I feel like so much happens but I'll go over kind of like the highlights of mine from last week um so I coordinated a dinner with we call them the seed fund dinners and we put them on every single semester where we bring in an established and accomplished entrepreneur um, to have them talk to the students about their entire journey um, of building their own businesses, um, their you know lessons, their triumphs, everything. And so this last Wednesday, we uh, coordinated a dinner with uh, Felina Hansen. Um, for those of you who have never heard of Felina Hansen, uh, she is a well-known entrepreneur here in San Diego, and she is the founder of Hero Hub, which is an all-women spa-inspired co-working space, which is it's incredible. Her story is incredible. Um, she's extremely inspiring, and overall, like, it was an incredible night. Um, that was on Wednesday, and then on Friday, this is one of those special weekends where football team... Um, for SDSU traveled. And so this last Saturday or this last weekend, we went to Hawaii. And (laughs) I definitely consider my job very lucky that we get to go travel um, with the team. And honestly, we are even luckier because we're one of the staff teams who don't have a ton to do. We basically kind of fly in and a lot of we're all kind of running around in the beginning doing our duties before, you know, is usually around the evening time. And so we're eating dinner. Um, the equipment team is, you know, putting bags into where they are. I actually don't, they're, they're always running around. I know that. 
But for as for me and my coworkers, we set up presentation rooms. And then after that, we're pretty much free. And so what we usually do is we try to explore wherever we are in the best ways possible. And typically that means exploring the nightlife. Um, so this time we were staying in the Marriott in Waikiki. And so we went to dinner across the street at this place called Tiki's. And we actually ran into our bosses there too. So that was pretty funny. Um, I got to see one of my roommates who lives in Oahu and she came to visit for a little bit. Angie, shout out to Angie. Um, so we visited for a little bit. We haven't seen each other in a while. And, and then afterwards we went and checked out a couple establishments. <laughs> that involved um alcohol so <laughs> <laughs> you can just say bars yes we went to a couple <laughs> bars um and we went and a lot of sometimes we go out with um other members of the staff and so it, it was just really fun night and then the next day um my friend ryan and i we went to the beach across the street and we hung out there we went and got local mocos at a, uh, a restaurant nearby and then of course we hit up the abc store and got, um, I actually picked up some musubis for my cousin and then um, poke and all the good things that, you know, you got to get when you, you go to Hawaii. Um, but, oh, and even got Leonard's. Like, that is, like. You did not. No, the malasadas. I did not think. Uh, so it was, I'm so jealous. It was funny because we kept passing it. And I was like, all I want is freaking Leonard's. But, like, Leonard's obviously. Leonard's is the best for those of you who don't know. Like, we all, we've. We weren't so really good. close to Leonard's, and so I just, like, kind of, like, you know, oh, well, it's fine. Next time I'll get it. But we were on the bus after the game. Um, we won, by the way. Um, <laughs> after the game, we were on the bus, and there was a staff member who, like, touched her shoulders and was like, hey, do you want some of these? And I looked down, and it's a freaking Leonard's box. And there was somebody on the staff who had bought it and was giving it out to the rest of the staff members. This is on the bus on the way to the airport. So literally last ditch effort. And that was just a sign from God that he has gifted me. He wanted you to have Leonard's. He wanted me to have Leonard's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, overall, it was a really fun weekend. Um, came back and relaxed. And here we are now. It's kind of crazy. I can't believe that we're already like mid-November right now. The holidays are coming up. And that means that, you know, if you're gonna try to get your body right you're too late <laughs> so yeah, yeah. kind of gave up on that but what's great is that there's always 2022 there's always next year just kidding. new goals new year new me just kidding <laughs> don't stop bs ourselves <laughs> i do i feel like if you i i feel like it'd be a really fun podcast for us to go over our um our goals for next year so yeah. if that's something that you guys want to hear i have already a lot of goals well, I don't know if we're going to achieve them, but it's always good to set goals. It would be nice because we actually say it online, so we kind of, like, have to hold ourselves to it. We're a little bit more obligated than just telling each other or writing it down in a book that will never get read. Yeah, that no one else will ever know what <laughs> – no one will else will ever know exactly what you said. But, um, but anyways, on to today's topic. So we're going to get a little bit controversial. What, what we really wanted to talk about today is our – unpopular opinions and this is especially regarding societal norms and like societal pressures yes and so today is going to be about general breaking of the status quo and this may not this may be something that other people already believe in which is totally great but this is more of just things that we feel aren't always talked about um 
but something we really want to talk about today. Yeah. A lot of these topics are things that we're passionate about and like Riley said, don't get discussed very often. So the first um, unpopular opinion, I would like to disclaim that these are unpopular opinions, not facts. Um, these are just things that I've um, I've just picked up on. I've thought about in the uh, before. Um, they've been in common topics, obviously, in college. Um, right now, a common thing that we all talk about is obviously dating life and um, our interactions with, you know, men. And then for obviously like the other way around, but I tend to, I, I feel that men can be just as insecure as women are perceived to be, if not more. And let me go ahead and explain why I think this way. I have not been one to really like, I have kind of lived vicariously a lot through a lot of different friends of mine when it came to the dating life and the dating game. And whenever a common thing I hear is um, guys tend to, you know, make comments about their own body, about their own like life situations, and they kind of go into a mentality of fishing. And for those who don't know what fishing is, it's basically kind of like setting setting up the conversation for the other person to kind of give some form of confirmation or affirmation back to the other person who feels like they need it. Um I think that's such a common thing in my own experience with um, some guys that I've talked to is that um, they will bring up their own insecurities of their physical body and they're kind of like doing it in a way where they want you to be like, oh no, it's okay. Like, oh no, you look great. Like, oh, I've never noticed that about you or I'm into that. Like, <laughs> I it just gives that like natural impression or natural, natural pressure that you feel like you have to give them that affirmation, even though like you may not even be thinking of it at all. It's just literally something that they have made up or they think about, but nobody else would ever mention. Yeah, I feel like it also can go both ways as well um, in the sense of females also doing this and I feel like it's just a common thing in general and it makes me really sad to be honest because uh, from either perspective it's sad that others have the need to be validated by other people um and I think that's like the whole premise of why it's frustrating and this opinion is frustrating because you get angry at the fact that like in Riley's terms like people will like fish for compliments essentially and it's frustrating because it's like no you shouldn't you don't have to do that like it makes me sad that people feel like they need to validate themselves mm-hmm. vicariously through other people and so ultimately we just think that the pressure for men to feel the need to have these compliments should be like eliminated no I definitely a hundred percent agree in the how the fact that it is totally it totally goes both ways so I guess what uh, so what I'm trying to portray is the fact that I think it's more talked about that like there's insecure women and of course women are insecure like that's very given but I think it literally goes both ways like men there can be just as insecure as women it just isn't necessarily seen as much or honestly like it's, it's just not talk. I don't think it's talked about as much as it is for like women. Cause obviously like other women, like they go into the bathroom and you, you see in the movies, like, of like, Oh my gosh, like I look so big. Like, are my hips big? Like it's just like, you know, crazy things about their bodies for me. Like I've definitely, I had a conversation one time with a guy and I was, I remember this 
or no, it wasn't with, it wasn't even a conversation with him. It was a conversation with my friend and he was listening in on it. But I like pointed out a picture. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to post that because my head's too, like, I feel like my forehead looks too big in it. And he like popped off on it. Like, he's like, no, like, like, that's like how it told, I'm totally like a person who has fallen into this. And that's why I say this now is like, I've become to notice more and more when I do it. And I've come to notice more and more when other people do it. Mm -hmm. But like, anyways, this guy, he was like, it's so stupid how women think about these things and blah, blah, blah. No one cares. Like no one really, nobody cares. Like nobody's looking at those little insecurities in yourself. I feel like it's the same thing when it goes to like guys insecurities. Like nobody's thinking of those things, but somehow everyone has in this head that everyone's thinking about like everybody else's flaws when nobody really has the time to think about all that people are too focused on the way that they look and the way that they're going to appear to other people and they're more concerned about that and they don't have time to judge other people I mean there are people out there that will simply like judge you based off your appearance and all that kind of thing but the majority of people are not paying attention you're paying attention to yourself more about your own insecurities than other people will even like pick out at you ever no 100% like literally nobody cares like (laughs) nobody's gonna go that far ahead and like think about those things and if they are they're just like it's just like something projecting out of themselves I I 100% believe in that so this is a message to the men if you're insecure about something it's okay we're all insecure about one thing or another I think it's just important to remind yourself that no matter who you are, what you're doing. And I know we're just two girls sitting in a bedroom talking to a microphone, but honestly, like it's hard to not be insecure about things. And it's hard to like look at yourself from perspective of others, but self-love and self-acceptance is going to be the ultimate changer, especially when it comes to relationships. Like Riley was saying, sometimes guys or she's had encounters with have, you know, done the fishing and like, like asking for compliments, essentially. But instead of doing that, like pour that energy into yourself, and you're ultimately going to be in for a better, healthier relationship with others. Mm -hmm. And it's actually insane, because I like it's you, you mostly hear about like the girls talking bad about themselves, which it's still true. But I've had guys who are like, Oh, I look fat today. Like, Oh, I didn't go to the gym. Like, I look so weak. Like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to hang out because I'm just not, like, looking my best right now. My acne is, like, all flared. Like, it, like these are actual things that I've, been, I've heard before. I'm like, dude, like, sorry, I just don't, like, nobody cares. Like, that's not even important. Like, it's, that's not the important things when it comes to looking at other people. Those are not important things at all. It makes me sad. Like, it, it, it just honestly makes me sad from either perspective because no matter who you are, Talking down on yourself just, like, breaks my heart. Like, yeah, it's harder because I feel like sometimes guys suppress it a little bit more and it's not as talked about because men are supposed to be, like, put on this face of not being insecure or something or have this, like, really, you know, I'm a man and I'm tough and stuff. Like, I just, I hate that idea of, like, societal pressures on men. It makes me sad. But, like, the same thing for women, having all these, like, beauty standards. I mean, it goes literally both ways, and it just sucks because there's no way around it. But every person is beautiful, and I think that people just need to understand that. Yeah, and well, not pick on other people for their the way that they look. 
Yeah, another person, our, a friend of mine mentioned a, uh, a quote here today, or today, you mentioned a quote today of comparison is like the biggest killer of success or comparison is the biggest killer of progress. It was something around that. Um, and I 100% believe that. Like, And that's not something I've ever, I've completely like gone past yet, but it's still definitely something I keep in mind for sure. So this is actually a perfect topic to kind of avenue into what Kenzie unpopular opinion is which is so this idea has been something that I've always kind of been a little bit passionate about and Uh, it's this whole idea around manly men and like the concept of it specifically in like these societal pressures of men supposed to be tough and strong and are not allowed to cry and need to be like this this masculine person. So leading into that, something specific for this to make sense of what I mean by this is appearances and relationships and that kind of thing. So when I mean appearances, I mean it's okay for males to wear nail polish. It's okay for males to dress more feminine. And of course, whatever you identify as gender-wise, like I'm talking about straight males and the idea that they have to be placed in this bubble of what a quote-unquote typical manly man should be, how they should act, how they should appear, how they should handle their emotions, etc. But an example of like a person I'm thinking of in my head is like Harry Styles, for instance. I know, talk about Mr. Styles, but it's true. He totally changed the game for... A lot of factors regarding men, especially appearance. Another idea kind of relating to this topic is... I remember us talking about the idea of people telling the male and like a female-male relationship and saying, hey, like, don't break that girl's heart or else. The girl can break your heart just as easily. Exactly. It's like, why why is there this whole like pressure? I mean, I know it's like circumstantial in terms of like, how this works but in an overall generalization and don't get me wrong I'm a huge like advocate towards women like okay women girl boss energy always but I feel like this topic in general kind of can go a lot of different ways and I'm this is always like circumstantial so it just depends on like the person but I don't know I just like would look at my partner and say I would never tell them to not want to dress a certain way or follow a certain style just because they're male and I also feel like if anything a big trait that I appreciate in men is like to understand and appreciate women for all that they are. So yeah, those are just kind of some of my thoughts on that. But leading more into another avenue of this conversation is actually about an actor and director named Justin Baldoni. Some of you might know him. He plays Raphael on Jane the Virgin. He has a really good um, TED Talk, which I will definitely link in either Instagram or the context of this podcast but he has an amazing tech talk where he talks about this idea of like manly men and he also has a podcast as well but his whole concept is like teaching men to not be emotional and like embrace their emotions and like this that they've had to suppress like this energy and it's made it toxic for themselves and for their relationships with other people especially females and I think it's really really important that like this message gets across because I don't know this whole idea of men can't cry is so frustrating to me because it's like no everybody in this world is allowed to feel their emotions when they're feeling them 
And it shouldn't be downed on for especially men to be emotional. Because, you know, stereotypically, women are more emotional, whatever. But it's like, men should be, men should feel their emotions and be okay with that instead of being looked at as like, no, you're weak. It's just really sad. And I hate that whole message of manly men. And like, I think it just needs to be kind of stripped from society. The more men are on our side as females, it's really freaking awesome. The more they embrace parts of themselves that might be like pushed back because of society, I think this will make for happier relationships. No, I 100% agree with it because I'm a huge, huge advocate of like, do whatever the hell you want in this life. Because like, seriously, if you like, if you've made decisions based on like what everyone else thought every single day, there's a quote behind this and I wish I wrote it down, but it's a quote saying like, if you live every day for other people, you never really truly lived your own life. And so when it comes to guys, I'm like, do what you want. Like, if, dude, like you getting your nails done is doesn't mean a damn thing. It means you put some color on your fingernails. Literally. Like, oh Lord, help you. Like, <laughs> I have, I, I've gone to get my nails done with my guy friends, and like, they're hundred. Like, I can advocate. Like, they're literally straight. They are straight, and it's totally fine to go and get your nails done with your guy friends. Like, and if you are a guy and you're afraid to do that because it's mostly that like. For females, like, that's so silly, dude. The activities you do throughout your day does not jurisdict who you like in the bedroom or whatever. Literally. And that goes directly with the whole idea of appearance and sexuality. It's like, it literally, they aren't the same. Just because someone dresses or appears a certain way does not mean that they fall in a certain line or a certain bubble of what they're supposed to be just based on their gender. And I hope that it does that what I'm about to say doesn't get confusing because I also think that everyone is allowed to have their preferences. And so there are some females out there who prefer more typical, traditional, like manly men. And that's totally fine. But there's also the other females who do appreciate men who tap into their feminine side. But whatever you are is perfectly okay. And I feel like if you are on the other side of the table and you're the person in question, like, if you are trying to date somebody and they, you can just tell that they're just not, like, the preferences are not aligned, I think it's totally okay to move forward and move on to someone who will appreciate each other's, like, what they decide to do. Because, like, there is so many fish in the sea, and if one fish doesn't like what you have on your freaking hand, then <laughs> move on. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like, go, there's too many options out there to be so hurt over one person not liking what you like to do like it's totally okay I 100% agree so overall like the main like premise of what we've been saying is do whatever the hell you want to do because genuinely like life is too short to be living in so many damn boxes honestly like it's just exhausting to be like trying to be a certain type of person like be whoever you want to be and then if they people tend to like that then those are your people like that's just how it is that's just how it is and if you have nobody you know around then damn you must be very special because just you're so unique that's just kind of how I see it of course like I just don't want to be out there and seeing people like trying to fit in with certain types of people just because they are so scared to be alone I think being alone is super powerful skill to have it genuinely is a skill to be so comfortable being by yourself but um essentially like just do what makes you happy you're gonna be your happiest self if you embrace yourself fully because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks.
So something else I really want to talk about is there's this like this whole idea. I heard this on so many conversations. I've gotten to like literal heated debates over this. And I want to say that this is very general. Like this is going to be happen. This applies to just genuinely any type of person. But the main situations I tend to hear this in is when it comes to um, guys, like nice guys, quote, quote, nice guys, like versus, you know, douchebaggy guys. Like they are the nice guys are like, oh, nice guys always finish last. Like, nice guys never can get the girl. The girl never wants the nice guy. My gosh, that is so wrong on so many levels. And it is, but to a degree. But To a degree. To a degree. And this is what I'm about to say. My unpopular opinion is that there is such a thing as being too nice. And this is what I mean by there is such a thing as being too nice. When talking in the general sense between females, males, whoever, um, I think one of the most frustrating things is when you're talking to somebody and you're wanting their genuine opinion, but they won't give it because they're so afraid that whatever their opinion is will not be accepted by whoever they're talking to. That becomes frustrating over time. And I honestly believe that there's like, I would much rather be talking to somebody who will fight back a little bit rather than somebody who just refuses to be their own individual self because they're just so afraid that the other person will prove that, that the person will leave when it comes to a relationship. There's such thing as being too much of a people pleaser and those people tend to be taken advantage of. And because like sometimes it's just nice to have some sense of like debate and challenge in your life. What do, what do you think, Kenz? Would you disagree, agree? I totally agree. I feel like I'm the kind of person who used to be a lot of a people pleaser and especially like back in high school and stuff. Not because I was afraid, but more so just because I never wanted to be mean or disrespectful to anybody. But yeah, I totally agree. I think there's a certain point of being kind and then there's a certain point of making sure you're defending yourself and you need to have an opinion and I'm working on making sure I voice my opinion. And so Yeah, I 100% agree. I definitely say this in a place where, like, I was never... I would definitely say that I was probably just as insecure as it comes when it comes to who I was in high school. And so that's kind of why I speak upon this topic is because I I always... And I still sometimes see this in myself. It's like, I become too afraid to share, like, what I actually want, believe. This doesn't... I mean, obviously, I'm all very... You're a little more vocal now. I'm a little vocal now. (laughs) But um, it's because I know what the alternative feels like. And the alternative sucks. The alternative sucks. What what the what exactly the alternative is is that you just don't even really have a sense of who you are because you're just so accepting of whatever everyone else wants. And you know, I think that's like the most painful thing to feel. And so I just did everything in my power to not feel that way anymore. And that's why I think it's so powerful to be vocal. And I honestly believe that people respect it. Do your best not to be mean about it. I just, I believe that people will always respect confidence. They will respect anybody who is just like willing to share their opinion regardless of what the consequences are. And especially those who would do that. And then when they realize they're wrong, they accept it as well. Mm-hmm. Like those are really powerful people who are capable of being boisterous, but knowing when to step back. All of these things that we've talked about today so far, they all kind of have a similar theme of like the whole idea of like how men perceive women or women perceive men. This is kind of um, similar as well. What's coming up. Um, the next unpopular opinion would be that um, how many of you have heard of like your girlfriend? She's going on, on a date with a guy that she just met and she comes back and she's like, oh, my God, he asked us. He asked to go Dutch on the bill. And for those of you who don't know what go Dutch means, it means that they split the bill equally. 
I think it's an absolutely absurd and silly, silly idea that like women should expect men to pay for the date. The whole premise of, you know, dating to marry or dating in general is to have a partner or have an equal in my brain, not to have a like ATM and go out with, you're not going to go out with, if you want to go out with a freaking ATM, go to Chase. Not actually Chase, but like, you know, Chase Bank, but anyways, bad Bank of America, whatever. Um, <laughs> women, it's okay to pay the bill as well. At least offer. Because like, I think it's so sad that when a man goes out on a date and he comes back, he's like, oh my God, she like offered to pay the bill. And that's like extraordinary. Like that's like something that's like, oh my God, that's a deal breaker. Like I love her, like put a ring on it. No, <laughs> like it should be that way. Like, oh, of course you should offer. Like you don't, there's so much pressure for one. Obviously men ask more women on dates. Like they definitely have the more like they have to go out as their way to get women to go on dates. Of course, it's 2021 and more and more females are becoming comfortable with it, with asking guys out. Money is not some kind of proclamation as to how much someone cares about you. That's not exactly how that's supposed to be seen. I feel like that's not something we should be teaching our kids is like um, if he's not paying for it then um he's not worthy like <laughs> sorry we're all struggling out here we all know how hard it is to be young and like broke like the men shouldn't have to be like oh my god i can't afford a girlfriend oh my god i cannot afford out to go on a date like that's sad you're going on a date to get to know each other i think it's all it's funny because i definitely have had like interactions or dates or whatever with the guy i'll like go and offer to like pay for part of it and the guy's like what are you doing which yeah. i think is super sweet like a hundred percent like um of course like let your if your partner really really wants to pay for your like that because obviously they want to be like show that they care and that's how they want to show it mm -hmm. go ahead and let them like of course like yeah. don't be like some kind of dictator woman feminist which you love feminists but you don't have to go so far where you're like oh no like i'll never let a man pay for my bill right. like just kind of like find what works for you and um and sometimes people just want to do nice things for you it's so. one thing to want to like take care of your partner or take care of someone in terms of like wanting to take them out on a nice date or whatever the case may be. But exactly like Riley said, I think it's just the idea of courtesy when it comes to it, no matter what area, if it's dating, if it's in your relationship, if it's with friends, whatever the case may be. I think it's just the idea of being courteous. No, 100%. I feel like, um, and that goes the same way when it comes to going out with your friends. Like, it, the whole like situation like if one person pays for the bill the other person should automatically be inclined to help split it like not just because the credit card was swiped doesn't mean that they really genuinely want to pay the whole thing I feel like it's common courtesy to have that kind of like mindset of like everyone is um you know should be on the same playing field it's and obviously if you do like oh you pay for this you pay for that that can also work as well for some people like it just depends on how you want to do it um and that's kind of like when it comes to like the whole money thing and i hate the whole idea of like talking about like how people like run with their money but i think behind it is more of the idea sharing being on equal playing fields so just finding that happy medium i totally agree all of these things that we've talked about today so far, they all kind of have a similar theme of like the whole idea of like how men perceive women or women perceive men. This is kind of um, similar as well, what's coming up. Um, the next unpopular opinion would be that um, how many of you have heard of like your girlfriend? She's going on, on a date with a guy that she just met and she comes back and she's like, oh my God, he asked us, he asked to go Dutch on the bill. And for those of you who don't know what Go Dutch means, it means that they split the bill equally. 
I think it's an absolutely absurd and silly, silly idea that like women should expect men to pay for the date. Um, in my, like the whole premise of, you know, dating to marry or dating in general is to have a partner or have an equal in my brain, not to have a like ATM and go out with, you're not going to go out with, if you want to go out with a freaking ATM, go to Chase. Like not actually Chase, but like, you know, Chase Bank, but anyways, bad Bank of America, whatever. Um, <laughs> women, it's okay to pay the bill as well. At least offer. Because, like, I think it's so sad that when a man goes out on a date and he comes back, he's like, oh, my God, she, like, offered to pay the bill. And that's, like, extraordinary. Like, that's, like, something that's, like, oh, my God, that's a deal breaker. Like, I love her. Like, put a ring on it. No. <laughs> like, it should be that way. Like, oh, of course you should offer. Like, you don't. Men, like, there's so much pressure. For one, obviously men ask more women on dates. Like, they definitely have the more, like, they have to go out of their way to get women to go on dates. Of course, it's 2021. And more and more females are becoming comfortable with it, um, with asking guys out. But, like, money is not some kind of proclamation as to how much someone cares about you. That's not exactly how that's supposed to be seen. I feel like that's not something we should be teaching our kids. Is like, um, if he's not paying for it, then um, he's not worthy. Like, <laughs> sorry, we're all struggling out here. We all know how hard it is to be young and like broke. Like, the men shouldn't have to be like, oh my god, I can't afford a girlfriend. Oh my god, I cannot afford out to go on a date. Like, that's sad. Like, you're going on a date to get to know each other. It's one thing to want to like take care of your partner or take care of someone in terms of like wanting to take them out on a nice date or whatever the case may be. But exactly like Riley said, it's it feels better when someone asks to like help with it. It's like, oh, that just like makes me feel like, no, it's okay. Like I can say no, but just the whole premise of initiating that is very, it's a very kind gesture in general. No, a hundred percent. Like, of course, like, I feel like, um, and that goes the same way when it comes to going out with your friends. Like, um, it, the whole, like, situation, like, if one person pays for the bill, um, the other person should automatically be inclined to help split it. Like, not just because the credit card was swiped doesn't mean that they really genuinely want to pay the whole thing. Like, it's just, like, it's just, I feel like it's common courtesy to have that kind of, like, mindset of, like, everyone is... Um, you know, should be on the same playing field. It's, and obviously if you do like, oh, you pay for this, you pay for that, that can also work as well for some people. Like, it just depends on how you want to do it. Um, and that's kind of like when it comes to like the whole money thing. And I hate the whole idea of like talking about like how people like run with their money. But I think behind it is more of the idea of like sharing, being on equal playing fields. I think it's just the idea of courtesy when it comes to it, no matter what area, if it's dating, if it's in your relationship, if it's with friends, whatever the case would be. I think it's just the idea of being, it's just the whole idea of being courteous. I think it's all, it's funny because I definitely have had like interactions or dates or whatever with the guy. I'll like go and offer to like pay for part of it. And the guy's like, what are you doing? Which yeah. I think is super sweet. Like a hundred percent. Like, um, of course, like let your if your partner really, really wants to pay for your like that, because obviously they want to be like show that they care and that's how they want to show it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and let them. Like, of course. Like yeah. don't be like some kind of dictator woman feminist, which you love feminists. But you don't have to go so far where you're like, Oh no, like I'll never let a man pay for my bill. Right. Like 
just kind of like find what works for you and um and sometimes people just want to do nice things for you so just finding that happy medium i totally agree all right baddies i think that concludes this week's episode of the podcast all about our unpopular opinions if you guys have any unpopular opinions be sure to dm us because we always love listening and hearing about people's unpopular opinions i think it's fascinating to like you know challenge the ideologies that have been kind of placed upon everybody and so it's just super fascinating to talk about it and have like open conversations about it so we appreciate you guys tuning in to this week's episode we will see you guys next week see you guys bye guys Thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of the Baddies Mean Business Podcast. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Baddies Mean Business Podcast and follow us on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify.